Film Fanatics. From the silver screen to your earphones. With Alan Azulay and Gal Balaban. Welcome back to Film Fanatics, where we talk about the movies that have us obsessed, excited, and inspired. I'm Gal. And I'm Alan. On this episode, we're reviewing Predator and Prey, and we're joined by a Predator fanatic himself, the real quick critic, Swanka Burnett. Welcome to the show, Swanka. Thank you, man. Glad, I'm really glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. Welcome. Welcome to the Film Fanatics. We're excited to have you here tonight. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate it. So we thought we'd start talking about some movie news. So as we all know, there's been a lot of scandals lately with the Golden Globes and the HFPA. And now uh, they're back after one year off the air on NBC. So don't know if there's a host yet or if it's going to be the exact same model. But it seems like they're back now on network TV. Yeah, uh, last year we didn't have it. We uh, threw a celebration here at Film Fanatics because they wouldn't have it. Uh, (laughs) Because... They always suck. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of upset that we're going to have to deal with this now again. Uh, what do you think, Sonka? Do you, do you like the Golden Globes or do you do you feel more like us? Which, which show? The Golden Globes. Um, you're saying, do I, like, do I enjoy watching it? Yeah, do you think uh, they're like it's a good show and uh, do you think they're, <laughs> they're a good entity, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, I've always enjoyed, you know, look, I think the Golden Globes, everybody knows it's kind of like the, the redheaded stepchild compared to the Oscars, right, for whatever reason. But, um, you know, I think the, the Golden Globes have their value. They tend to predict who's going to win, you know, as far as Oscars in a, in a lot of instances. So, you know, I, 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 the way I look at it, any way you can recognize creators and, and appreciate them for the work they're doing and, you know, get people excited to do more of that work, I think is a good thing. So, yeah, I love the Golden Globes. So this year, do you have any? Do we have any more news about it, Gal? Do you have like a host or anything, or it's just announced that it's back? No, all we know that the Emmys are, I think, on ABC. They got a host, which is Keenan Thompson. I could, I know he's big on TV, and the Golden Globes have TV. I wouldn't be surprised if they want to get him for the Globes too. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad choice. He's a harmless choice. <laughs> yeah, he's not problematic at all. Everybody likes him, you know what I mean? Which is what you want when you're in that kind of role, right? exactly yeah i and i don't know about you guys but i used to watch him like every night when i was a kid in uh in canon and cal uh on nick at night and it was the best i used to actually watch snl a lot now i don't but i didn't really watch Keenan and cal a ton but then obviously he's been on snl for most of my adult life so yeah almost 20 years now he's been on it yeah is it tw- it's 20 years no way i think at least 18 holy yeah, that's shit crazy. That is insane. He's <laughs> very successful. You can't you can't argue with that kind of staying power, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk about DC and Warner Brothers again. I feel like we're talking about them every day of our lives now. Uh, but apparently multiple James, Guns, uh, James Gunn projects are still in development, meaning there's some hope for the DCU. And WB is weighing the options right now for The Flash and still releasing Blue Beetle. So it seems like the Flash they want to either like get Ezra Miller to improve his um his public image, or if he doesn't, that'll affect how much they market the movie. But apparently, uh, David Zaslav likes the movie and he doesn't want to cancel it. But I am really excited about the the James Gunn stuff because I was a huge fan of the Suicide Squad, and I know you didn't finish Peacemaker, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm laughing because Gal and I have talked about doing a stream regarding. 
Peacemaker, and I, I I started it. I really enjoyed it, but then I just fell off. I never finished it. I gotta I gotta go back and do that. I understand why why you fell why you fell off. Like I I also enjoyed it, and uh, I I actually finished it. But um, I get it. I don't know if it's for everyone. Like I I wasn't as huge a fan as everyone in our space was. I guess. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm excited for James Gunn. Like he's a, he's a great filmmaker, and I'm excited for him to do more stuff. And uh, it seems like he's concluding his whole Guardians arc, which is. Like, bittersweet, but really exciting. I wasn't as big a fan as the second one as I was of the first one. I loved the first Guardians. Uh, the second one fell off a little bit for me, but I'm, I'm definitely going to be there for it. First Guardians I've seen like seven times. I was really annoyed that they kind of did the bait and switch with Thor, where they made it seem in the trailer that it was like the Guardians of the Galaxy team up, and then they're in the movie for like, you know, a minute and a half. Yeah, I kind of guessed that would happen, but I don't know, like something in the trailer made me guess that he would like leave early, but I don't know. On to some more movie news. Apparently, uh, Christopher McQuarrie and Tom Cruise, well, we know they're working now on two Mission Impossible movies, but after that, they're considering doing a Les Grossman spinoff uh, for his Tropic Thunder character. I feel like that's something that people have secretly wanted for a really long time. Yeah, I feel like that could be really fun. Uh, he, that's a great character. And uh, oh, I love that movie. So I would be excited for that for sure. Yeah, I would be excited for that too. And if they could get Ben Stiller to come back as Tug Speedman and uh, what's his name? Um, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. As Kirk Lazarus. Kirk Lazarus. That would be really funny to see those guys again. Tropic Thunder is one movie that I think could warrant a sequel. Like some movies, like people argue if it's necessary or not. Tropic Thunder, I would be there day one if they made a second. Agreed. I, I agreed a hundred percent too. What about um? What about Kung Fu Panda Four? They just announced that. I'm really excited for that personally. I know. I actually found out on our own Instagram when you posted uh, about it, and I was like, "What? That's happening?" Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I I think it could be fun. Uh, depends on. Who who's doing it? Do they have they attached directors, writers, anything yet? No, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jennifer Yu Nelson came back from two and three. Okay, I'd be interested. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with. So on to our main event, uh, because Prey came out on Hulu recently, we decided to revisit 1987's classic Predator. They're up against the ultimate enemy. Holy mother of God. Nothing like it has ever been on Earth before. She says the jungle just came alive and took him. We cannot see it. No blood, no bodies. We hit nothing. But it sees the heat of our bodies and the heat of our fear. Whatever it is out there, it killed Hopper. And now it wants us. It kills for pleasure. It's uh, directed by John McTiernan and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, and many more. I know this is uh, one of your favorite action movies, and that's why it was fitting to have you. And um, I've seen it once before. I think Alan has too. And yeah. we recently rewatched it. So 
Swanga, tell us a bit about your history with the first Predator movie. Yeah, so, you know, I grew up watching that uh, the, the Predator film. You know, it was on TV all the time when I was growing up. And, you know, I, I'm, I come from an era where you watch what was on TV, not necessarily have endless options to just watch anything you want to watch. Oh, I remember that. So, Predator, for me, is, is just an amazing film. It's really, I think, the movie by which really modern kind of action horror is judged by or judged upon. And, you know, I think it's the thing that really stands out for me about the original Predator film is that the Predator feels like a character in the film, right? He's like, he's, he's like part of the cast as opposed to it being like a movie where there's a monster and it's a Predator running around, you know, and there's people are reacting to that. You know, he's a character in the film. And um, I think that is what makes the film so compelling and, and the, the, the conflict between he and um, Dutch at the end and, you know, they're, they're matching wits and the Predator being so surprised that this human that he really kind of underestimated is able to devise a plan to, to defeat him. And, um, you know, that, that really, it's just, it's a very memorable film. It's, it's, it stands the test of time if you rewatch it now. And, um, you know, for such a long time, we're getting just so many bad predator films. So it's, it's nice to reflect on it and just think about um, how far we've come. And, you know, obviously flash forward to this past week and, you know, we have prey now to, to enjoy. So yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I I watched this movie I think when I was a kid, uh like like you on the TV like uh, at random times when it would appear. But I don't know why I didn't have like that good a memory of it, but I rewatched it like last year and I rewatched it again uh yes, like 2 days ago to prepare for this show. And I just had so much fun. Like for sure maybe it's not it's not like as scary as I remember. Because I was, of right. course, a child, uh, and now I'm not. But um, uh, yeah, it's it definitely holds up. Like it's a really, really fun movie. The Predator just feels like a part of the cast, like a deeply disturbing part of the cast, right. but a tar- but a part of the cast nonetheless. And yeah, I just had a ton of fun even in watching it. Like now, like 2022, without like the visual effects that we have nowadays, and like, but yeah, it definitely holds up. I never i have never seen any of the sequels until prey i guess that was a good move on my part that's what people tell me sort of there's, there's a lot there's a lot to unpack there but you know we, we can come back to that if you want but no 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 i'd be open to coming back if you if you can tell me which one i should watch i will go back and watch it gal knows this like if if you give me a good enough reason <laughs> i love movies so i'll just go and watch it for me also i saw this for the first time when i was 15 like maybe around the time they greenlit the the one from 2018. I really enjoyed it. For me it never it never went above Alien and Aliens, which I guess is like compared to because they're like they like converged franchises at one point. Right. But I do think it's like a really enjoyable and it is gritty, but also looking back at it there are times where it really does not take itself seriously. Like I had a friend um who also like really likes 80s movies and 70s etc me and him for some reason used to always quote dylan you son of a bitch when like for no good reason at all dylan you son of a bitch i just enjoyed that scene so much and like the extended uh shot of their muscular arms was so funny to me oh that shot became like the most used facebook meme of all time oh yeah oh yeah definitely definitely i mean the movie definitely has a even though it's 
it's a horrific film when you really think about what's happening to these soldiers. The, the feeling of the film and the tone of it is still kind of fun because these guys are all like soldiers and they're all like, you know, busting each other's balls and like, you know, super macho. And it definitely feels like they're having fun, even though obviously the film is them getting picked off, you know, one by one. So, yeah. Also, um, Arnold has some great one liners as he does in like every movie. Get to the chopper. Of course. They're like, that is one ugly motherfucker. Or when he when he throws the knife and like the guy sticks to the wall because of it and he goes stick around i don't know why oh, i love that, that so much i left my ass off if it bleeds we could kill it <laughs> i want to quickly come back to alan you're, you're saying like which predator films to watch and i think the, the the best way to approach that conversation is how much are you a diehard fan of the genre and of the predator kind of um franchise right so if you're someone that's not really into the predator franchise beyond just you know you may have seen the original predator as you have then really i would say you really should only watch predator 2 and well put it this way i think that the first four films or in my list which are predator predator 2 prey and predators are all worth watching avp avp2 and the predator unless you're a diehard fan of the genre and just you're just like a predator completist kind of person, which, you know, I fall into that category. Like, I'm never going to not see a predator film. That's just kind of the way things are. Same thing with aliens. They're not going to put out an alien film. I'm going to skip it. Right. So yeah. I'm in that camp where you're going to, you're going to see all of them. And if you're, if you're endeavoring to be in that camp, I would say go watch all of them, but really the ones that are quote unquote, I guess, good in my eyes are obviously the, the original. I thought predator two was great. That's when we realized that predators really aren't, evil per se they have their own kind of code and they do things in a way that is obviously terrible in terms of like hunting people like but in their mind it's like no difference than like if you were you or i going and hunting for like uh if, you, if you're into hunting i'm not into hunting but if you're hunting say deer or whatever the hell it is that you hunt you know what i mean from the deer's perspective like we're horrible people right so the predator yeah. looks at humans the same way we look at animals that we might hunt so um, and then they ha they have a code behind how they do that. They're not just kind of killing indiscriminately. Like they won't kill children. They won't kill people who are pregnant. Um, I think there's a couple others. Or if you're unarmed, I think dogs. If you, if you if you're not if you're not a threat, they won't kill you. So yeah, there's a lot of lore, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff behind the scenes with Predator. If you really want to go deep with it, but they kind of ignored that after Predator Two. You know what I mean? Like the AVP films don't really at that point. It's like action horror. It's a franchise. They're trying to sell tickets. The, cre the art behind it kind of gets got lost, right? By the way, would you rank this above the first two Alien movies? What's your take on that? Uh, Predator? Yeah, the first Predator. That's tough. My answer to that is, is probably no. I, I love Ridley Scott. He's probably my favorite director. Aliens, to me, is almost a perfect film. I, I, I really can't fi find any flaws with that film. Um, so I would rank Aliens above Predator. Alien... Predator may be on the same footing. I'm actually in like 100% agreement with that. Aliens takes my top spot. I think we're all in agreement of that with that one. I don't think uh, uh, I don't think we're gonna fight about this one. I was like, man, I wish I I would have time to watch the other ones, uh, because I was missing a little bit of that that deep lore that I love, like with, with uh, franchise movies, because always in the first one. Like even if it, like my favorite franchise of all time, I think it's uh, I think it's Star Wars. I think it's clear if uh, everyone that watches that show uh, knows that. Uh, but if you watch just uh, the original Star Wars or Episode Four, and you hope 
there's so much lore that you're missing. You don't get the right? big picture. You like uh, old Ben Kenobi mentions the Clone Wars, but you're like, "Ooh, what the hell is that? That's, that sounds like right. really interesting." But you have no idea what he's what he's talking about, right? right? So this is one thing that I that maybe I will go back and watch all of them just because of that. Just because I love knowing the lore of these big franchises that I love. So yeah, I think you convinced me. So yeah, I think it does. I mean, what? So I, I love practical effects, and I think when you reflect back to again when when these films are first coming out it was a time where there were no CG, there was no cgi you know same thing with aliens right so that's part of the reason why those films still you go back and watch those now and they don't really they they hold up one and two because all the effects are achieved in camera you know it's like you're watching what's you, what you're watching is what actually happened so there's no there's no disconnect there's no you're not taken out of the action by having to try to interpret what's happening by this computer generated whatever you know what I mean? Like, like I always use Scorpion King as an example, right? Like, like oh, I hate that. Oh Scorpion God! King? Yes, unfortunately, I have. I've seen the Mummy Returns. Yeah, it's just an example of like dated special effects, and I'm not trying to beat up on that film, but th- th- we're talking about it now not because it's it's a good movie. We're talking about it because of how bad the CGI was at that point, and we we were, we were kind of that precipice where we we're getting to a point where CGI was believable, right? And it, it just wasn't there yet. So, to answer your question, Gall, yes, I think that the the effects hold up and. You know the predator is the predator it's just a guy it's a guy in a suit you know what i mean they did the um and then they just use like some kind of camera trick to make him to do the um cloaked effect which mm-hmm. does look a bit dated but at the same time that's kind of what the predator look is so it's yeah, not that it's yeah. dated as much as it is it's it's old because the predator is an old uh entity it, it's not something that just came out right so um there's a reason why that the idea of the predator being in cloak in my mind at least, is kind of an iconic image, right? You can dismiss the fact that it looks like a bit 80s-like, or there's a scene where it's like the fire going through Carl Weathers' arm or whatever. But um, but overall, especially the design of the Predator definitely holds up. Like you said, the only thing that sticks out a little bit is the cloaking sometimes. Uh, but then again, that's such, a, that's such a big thing for a movie to do in the 80s uh, that like... You can't really you fault have to commend it. it. You can't really fault it for that. Especially like watching Prey right after it. The like the the cloaking thing is like so good. So let's move into Prey. Prey just came out on um on Hulu and um it's being commended as sort of a return to form for the Predator movies, but it's also doing something new cuz it's like a like a long prequel. It's in the 1700s and this Native American girl played by Amber Midthunder has to fight uh, the Predator. So what did you think of the movie, Swanka? So I, I love Bray. I mean, it's it's really one of those things where um, because the Predator was so bad, like because that was so shockingly just like did not know what they were thinking making that film, um, especially considering that Shane Black um, co-wrote it and he might have done all the writing and he was literally in the original Predator. He's part of the cast. Fast forward to Prey, I went in with expectations that were pretty low Although I had read a bunch of reviews. So in that way, it was kind of balanced by that. Um, so I guess you can, I was going both ways, but I, I love Prey. I thought it was a return to form for the, for the franchise. I think they did the right thing in taking it back to a time period where um, seeing the Predator for, from the perspective of the people there was, was such a new experience and like a shocking thing for them. It masked a lot of the tone of the original Predator. And it also made it where the Predator in this film going back to what I was saying about about the original Predator, 
it felt it felt like an actual character that exists in the, in the world as opposed to just like some action horror you know michael myers whatever walking around it knows how to hunt i know how to survive I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was very effective. I thought the ending was really good. Um, I've heard some people say that they thought it was unbelievable that this 110 pound, you know, Comanche woman could defeat a predator. And I, on one hand, I get that. But if you look, if you look back at Predator One and Two, Danny Glover and also Arnie, they really used the their own. They used the predator technology against him and used the environment against him. And it wasn't really about just like a physical confrontation. I think it's the point that like the odds are against even Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's this muscular macho man, but the odds are still against him because it's the freaking predator. So yeah. they have to use their wits to overcome it. And I think they passed down that spirit in Amber Midthunder's character. Exactly. I, the whole point of the first movie is that they can't defeat him using right. using just their brute strength. These are like probably the buffest dudes in the 80s and and like they can't defeat him using like did you did you see uh arnie try to punch him out no because that would that would have been stupid the only way to defeat a predator is to is with how uh, with your wit like uh like you guys said i i always throw out a statement like this so gal might not be surprised I think I, I already put this one in my top three of the year. <laughs> I love this movie. I had such a good time watching it. I was scared at some points, which I thought, again, I thought wouldn't happen because like because I just watched Predator and I was like, okay, uh, it's more of like an action fun uh, thing. So I was um, I was delightedly surprised to be actually scared at some points. But like the visuals in this movie are insane. There's that one shot. Um, it's like a long take action scene with like Amber Mid Thunder versus some fur trappers. That for me was awesome. Like even like the the nuances that weren't the the predator scenes. Even though like occasionally there's like scenes with her family that I'm like, okay, let's see the predator. I still thought it mostly worked, especially like how her character arc ends up. And I like that it's contained, even though this movie has the burden of like restoring fans' faith in the Predator franchise. Yeah, no, there, there were so many positive elements, like the way they interpreted how predator technology would look if it was three, if it was still advanced, but 300 years in the past. Right. So yeah, we still got were... technology that's way ahead of what we what we have. But it's like compared to what predator technology is in, quote unquote, present day, it's like primitive predator technology. Right. And they interpreted that in a really smart way of having him like have to go retrieve his bolts. Right. I think the, the actor who played the predator did a really good job with the movements and kind of a lot of a lot of homages to the way the predator moved in the original film you know so yeah no i i love prey um I, it's a movie where one of my biggest judges of whether i how i feel about a film is do i want to do i want to watch this again and will i watch it again every year right and prey feels like a film that i'm going to want to go back to at least once a year yeah i agree with that wholeheartedly like uh i i can see myself watching this movie every year maybe pairing it together with the predator like every single year one scene that really like really solidified that for me in this movie was a scene where the predator kills a bear 
Oh, that's brutal. And he's just covered in blood, even though he's cloaked. And that scene and like the horror on her face. And and I was like, this is another this is another level of a movie. Like that that's the scene that really like brought it home for me. Yeah, I, I give her a lot of credit because I can only imagine if I was alive in 1715 and I saw that, I don't know that I mentally would, would be react to it as positively as she did. Yeah, because you can't call like the cops or the military back then. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I would have been, oh, that's that's my hunt. That's that's how I'm going to go. Like, choose a lion or something. This is too much. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, all the other uh, actors, I was really impressed um, with uh, like with how how real it felt like i don't know it didn't feel like you know actors acting in a movie it felt like they were they were like you know back then on that tribe like all their customs like i got all the lore even though we didn't have that much time with the tribe i feel like the brother sister relationship exactly i felt like everything and uh i feel like that's a really that's a that's really commendable in the movie that like we believed this whole world that they built it so seamless seamlessly right like right in front of us and i think like that's what a, a good movie should do besides just the horror elements and the visual elements so swanka we you talked a lot about the predator franchise in general right and that's something that you can definitely you have the know-how and we definitely don't so where does this movie land for you in the predator hierarchy Right. So, you know, this is something that I've actually been, you know, I I was talking about this on my own channel um, yesterday. Um, So I rank the Predator films. There's really there's really two groups. There's the Predator films. Then there's the AVP films plus the Predator. Right. So it's really for me, it's one through four is Predator one. I still put Predator two at two, um, even though I could see somebody putting Prey at two and putting Predator at three. I put Predator two at two because one I think the ending of Predator 2 is arguably better than Predator 1. And two, I think the fact that it, it introduced aliens into the Predator 2's ending is what introduced the alien xenomorph into the Predator franchise, which created a whole new cottage industry of video games, comic books. I mean, you name it. I mean, it's just yeah. like this huge industry. So I think for the significance of that moment, I think is what makes Predator 2, it kind of elevates it, right? So Predator 1, Predator 2, Prey, and then I put Predators at fourth just because I like Predators, but it's just not that good of a movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like compared to Predator 1, you know, it's just, it's not in the same, um, it's not in the same orbit as that that film, but it's fun to watch. I think they tried to do something different, Robert Rodriguez and Nimrod and Tall. And then AVP and AVP 2 are both not good movies, but you know, if you're a huge fan of Predator, you can kind of enjoy them for what they are. Um, that's five and six. And then The Predator, to me, is just... <laughs> Unwatchable, right? It's like an SNL sketch that has a Predator. Wow, how is that possible? I, I've never seen it, so I, like, I only heard the... The characters the literally make Yo Mama jokes. It's, it's almost like, I, I honestly, like, when I wrote my review of The Predator, I remember saying, to my, saying in the review, I, I think Shane Black was trolling us. Because it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Like you were on, you were on set for, bro, you were on set for Predator One. How did you write this movie and think this was the right thing to put out? I don't want to trash anybody's work. You know what I mean? Obviously, these people wrote the movie. They spend millions and millions of dollars making it, and you know, so it's like I don't get any enjoyment out of telling people not to see a movie, right? But it's just not good. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> so. 
So great. Thank you so much, Swanka. That concludes our Predator episode. And we had so much fun talking with an even bigger Predator geek than us. Um, we'd love to have you back someday. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Man. Thanks for having me on. Love talking talking movies and interacting with you guys. Yeah. So, uh, Swanka, where can people find you online in this realm of ours? Yeah. So uh, it's just for Instagram, it's just at real quick critic. And you can also go to the quickcritic.com for all my content. And there are links to my YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook uh, right at the front of the website. Amazing. Uh, so if you guys also want, uh, want to find our own stuff, uh, if you're not watching it in our channel right now, uh, we're at Film Fanatic Spot on everything, basically. TikTok, Instagram, all that. And uh, we are the Film Fanatics on YouTube. Actually, take off the duh, just Film Fanatics uh, on YouTube. We just launched the channel. We're really excited. Uh, this is, our, I think, our fourth video episode on the channel. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have a lot of homework to do, Predator related, uh, but it's uh, it's film homework. It's always fun. Yeah, so, my, my pleasure. I wish, I wish you guys continued success. Thank you so much. We'd yeah. love to have you again. Me too. And that's it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm Alan. And I'm Gal. See you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in.